Um, good morning, um, and welcome to day two slash day three, depending on whether you came for DAB Plus or um, programming on, on, on Tuesday, um, of Radio Days Africa. And we look forward to another day of um, stimulating, interesting, warm, controversial, if necessary, um, discussion. Uh, we had a great party last night, <laughs> thanks to Good Hope. Um, yeah, it went on for quite a while. <laughs> I was not the last to leave. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, just so that you know, yesterday we trended several times at number one, RDA18, hashtag, on, on, on the South African Twitter. So let's keep that going today. Tweet early, tweet often, tweet smartly. Um, so that we can keep that going. So our first session this morning is with Chris Marleng, uh, who is the Chief Operating Officer of the, of the SABC. When we asked him to come, he was the only person in that, and actually properly appointed into that management team. And of course that's changed in the last couple of days. There's a new CEO and a new CFO um, who have joined uh, the team. But uh, he's just passed his 100 days in office, um, and I think that in itself, actually, I think deserves a round of applause. <laughs> okay, we'll do that in a second. <laughs> but I think um, it's true to say that um, it's a crucial position. Um, it's a crucial institution. And there is a considerable weight of expectation on the shoulders of Chris and the team that, um, that is there to really turn around an institution that is absolutely crucial um, to South Africa, that has many challenges, um, that has inherited, I mean, I think they've inherited a real mess. Um, it reminds me of, um, I mean, I, do, I was at the SABC from 1994 to 1999, as some of you may know, um, and I'll always remember that when I arrived, I got this enormous corner office <laughs> with dark wood <laughs> furniture, and in the cupboard, cupboards, there was Czechoslovakian crystal, right? Little crystal glasses, enormously valuable. But there were no recorders in the, in the radio newsroom. That was what we inherited then. So, thanks very much. Chris will talk a little bit about the challenges and the approach of the new team. And I hope that there will be time for some questions and discussion at sure. the end. Yep. Um, over to you, Chris. Very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much, Prof. Um, let, let me just start off by uh, thanking the Witt School of Journalism for the invite uh, to Radio Days. I think this is a, a crucial platform in our country that really allows us to interrogate and understand not just the state of broadcasting, but specifically of radio. And that's why I felt it was important that I come out today and um, share some thoughts with you about the direction that we are taking within the context of my first 100 days at the SABC. As you can imagine, um, the SABC has been marred by significant challenges that have affected its reputation, that has affected its standing as a public broadcaster of note. And this 
unfortunate situation that we have found the SABC in has been characterized at times by deep abuses by those who would lead this crucial institution in South Africa. I'm sad to report that the damage has been significant. It has affected our ability to serve the public of South Africa as mandated in the Broadcasting Act, in the SABC Charter, in the regulations that are brought down to us by uh, the Independent Communication Authority of South Africa, ICASA through its regulation. But having said so, I entered into the role of Chief Operating Officer with my eyes wide open. In actual fact, when we were having a, a conversation outside, one of the things that I observed is that I understood that the SABC from the outside was a big organization. But the thing that I did not understand, being an outsider looking in, was the complexity of this organization. And you would be aware, through the power of our radio platforms, of its crucial role in ensuring that our mandate, and when I say radio, ensuring that SABC's mandate is fulfilled, and that mandate being to inform, to educate, and to entertain. Our inability to execute this mandate results in significant deficiencies and a failure of the public broadcaster to meet its mandate. So given this picture that I've painted, rather bleak picture that I've painted, the interesting thing is that I still remain very excited about the prospects of the SABC. And I'll tell you why. From the outside, I was seized then with engaging with an analysis of the SABC, and uh, this analysis was subsequently then um, endorsed by our board and indeed the executive, which indicated the direction in which the SABC must take. And this direction guided me in my first 100 days so those first 100 days were effectively focused on executing on our mandate by following four key thematic issues that I would be my key focus in the first 100 days, the six months, and ultimately the first 12 months of my entry into the SABC. And in no particular order, but actually, yes, in particular order, the four themes were as follows. One was to understand the operating model of the SABC. What do we mean by operating model? This is often conflated with trying to understand what the structure is of the SABC. In actual fact, an understanding of the structure, whether we are fit for purpose to execute on the mandate that I spoke about earlier on, is actually derived from an understanding of our operating model. So what do we assess in the operating model? We look at our processes, our systems, our products, our services, and our customer value chain. At the SABC, 
the customer value chain itself is quite complex and must be understood mainly in these three key areas. Advertisers, from which we derive our revenue, the vast majority, contrary to popular belief, more than 90% of the funding of the SABC comes from its commercial exploitation and ventures, not government. The other aspect that we need to, needed to focus on was our crucial audience, audiences on radio, on television, and the various other platforms that we uh, broadcast on. And then, of course, once we had understood customer audiences, and of course, all of you here, who I'm sure are TV license pairs, right? <laughs> They've also formed a very important part of um, our customer value chain and generate in the past financial year just over 1.2 billion in terms of revenue from a very limited base. Now the operating model, products, processes, systems, and uh, our, sorry, our products, services, our processes, our systems, led us to actually develop a, a plan that had 15 key imperatives. And these 15 key imperatives were the crucial things that we had to focus on in those 100 days if we were going to turn around the state of the SABC. And I'll come back to that later. Let me tell you about the other three key focus areas within the SABC, or rather within my first 100 days. The other one is crucial to the SABC. You, through you know, media and public discourse would have been aware that there was severe damage and abuse to the people who form the SABC. And this abuse was manifest in the bad industrial relations that characterized the SABC, the manner in which leaders, so-called leaders in the SABC interacted and treated our people in the SABC. This manifested in a very unfortunate situation where we now had to address this deeply pressing issue around culture at the SABC. So what do we mean by culture? By culture, I mean the manner in which we engage in the business that we do, the manner in which we interact with each other in the SABC, and I'm sad to report that an assessment of our culture through a, a cultural survey that was done in 2017 actually indicated that the culture in the SABC was toxic. We had a toxic culture. I come from a background that believes that strategy, or rather culture, it's strategy for breakfast every single day. A failure to address the issues related to the negative or toxic culture within the SABC, the abuse of our people, would result in any fantastic strategy that we would develop to turn around the SABC ultimately not succeeding. So the immediate priority after assessing and understanding what the operating model was, was really now to begin addressing 
this issue of toxicity of our culture and abuse of our people. I will then talk about the operating model and this cultural piece and the transformation of our relations with people in more depth when I tell you a bit more about what the plan was. Let me go and tell you about the third focus area that was a key focus in my 100 days, which re relates to governance, or rather, let's talk about a lack thereof. So what do we mean by governance? That governance within a corporate environment like the one that we find at the SABC. It talks about our controls. It talks of our internal controls, our ability to ensure that there is transparency and accountability in the manner in which we execute our core functions, be it broadcast on radio, television, our commercial enterprises. And as you can imagine from what you have seen in the press, there was bad governance. Those controls, those systems that allowed the effective execution of our mandate were not in place. And this had been a tendency that had gone on for at least the past decade. So bad culture, bad operating model that resulted in the inefficiencies and the failure to execute our mandate were ultimately underpinned by a culture also of bad governance. One in many instances that I would argue was deliberately put into place. Deliberately so that the personality cults of the past that I don't have to talk to you about, the corruption, the abuse of power that characterized the SABC were very much part of the process of undermining our governance systems at the SABC. So the fourth focus area was then around financial sustainability. So what do I mean by financial sustainability? Effectively, as I speak to you right now, the SABC is technically insolvent. It means that we are in a deep financial crisis. We struggle from day to day to ensure that the crucial aspects that are required for us to continue our operations from a financial resource perspective are effectively funded. And this is deeply distressing, not just to myself, but to our board and indeed to the executive management uh, who on a day-to-day -day basis are faced with the challenge of keeping the SABC going and establishing a long-term financial model that will ultimately allow for the sustainability of the SABC. So it, re it requires us to look at our cost structure. We need, therefore, to begin assessing and understanding what it is that we should do to ensure that our costs are minimized, to ensure that our key headline revenue drivers, radio being one of them, is ultimately profitable and ensures the financial sustainability of the SABC. It also means that as we plan 
for the future of the SABC around the manner in which we roll out on our, capita uh, our capex expenditure. But this is done in a fashion that must be based on understanding what the return on investment would be of any major capex outlay or spend that we engage in. So, the four key areas in those 100 days are operating model, people and culture. It is also governance and finally financial sustainability, those four areas. Now, emerging from the assessment of the operating model, I indicated to you that we developed 15 key imperatives that would ultimately be the burning or pressing platforms that we should focus on in those 100 days and beyond to turn around the SABC. So, from those 15 imperatives, we then developed an operating or an operational plan. And this operational plan ultimately guides radio, TV, all our platforms, all of our divisions in a transversal sense on how to move forward. I'm proud to announce that that plan is called Sparkle. And Sparkle talks about the way in which we as the SABC need to perform in the execution of our mandate. Sparkle is not just a cool word that talks about what the SABC must do, but it is a seven-point acronym that talks about seven key work themes from an operational perspective that we, on a day-to-day -day basis, will be seized with moving forward. And just very briefly, let me take you through the Sparkle principle. So the S stands for seamless customer experience. I talked about our customer. I talked about the requirement for us to develop greater customer centricity and deliver better value and benefits to our customers. So seamless customer experience. P stands for peak commercial performance. Having understood that over 90% of our revenue comes from our ability to derive commercial exploitation, it became quite apparent to me that we needed to pay particular focus on our public commercial model to ensure that we could restore and address the financial sustainability of the SABC given our mixed financial model, which is both a public commercial and a public broadcast mandate. So P, peak commercial performance. The A is crucial to us in Sparkle. It talks about amazing audiences through inspiring content. The only way we can derive effective commercialization within the SABC is to ensure that our content across our platforms, and that content, be it the talent that presents on radio, the content that we play in the form of music, entertainment, information, news, needs to be of such a class that it makes us, as the SABC, the undisputed leader for entertainment, for entertainment information in South Africa.
so that we execute on our mandate. The other aspect is the R. The R talks to what I spoke to earlier on around culture, around the need to address the culture of the SABC. So effectively, the R stands for revive hearts and minds. We need to revive the hearts and minds and grow the confidence and trust of our people in the SABC. I indicated to you that all sparkle processes, all strategies will not succeed if we do not change and address the culture in the SABC, which we concede is sub-minimal. So after the R, we have the K. And this is the exciting one coming from the background that I come from, which is in telcos and um, in, in telecommunications, which effectively talks about key focus on digital and data. Very shortly, the SABC will be launching an app which will allow our various audiences to stream, allow our audiences to interface with your public broadcaster more effectively. We will stream both on radio and television. We will also ensure that through a freemium offer, those of you who do pay your TV licenses, will be able to derive and access additional content on this platform. I won't say too much about it, Safe to say that this is one of the exciting projects that I'm involved in, which talk to SABC 2.0. And the SABC 2.0 effectively is an idea or embracing the key fact that many of our audiences, even on radio, are beginning to migrate onto digital platforms. It is crucial that the SABC also embraces this opportunity that we are not seen to be failing the public of South Africa in not delivering this crucial project. The L talks about how we do this, and it talks about lead through enabling technology. We can only lead through enabling technology by ensuring that our investment in technology that allows us to benefit from this digital opportunity is of such a quality and so well planned that our network, whether it's our radio networks, ensure the commercial viability and indeed uh, delivers better service to our customer segments. Finally, the one that I am most passionate about is the E. And E talks about exciting through efficiency and excellence. The SABC must be excellent. The people of South Africa deserve an excellent public broadcaster. We must be efficient. We must not be an encumbrance on the taxpayer's pocket anymore. We must ensure that our people are excited through developing a culture of high performance in the SABC. So very shortly, we will be rolling out a performance management framework that will allow for the, let's call it the effective development of a high-performance culture linked to this digital future that we must pursue. I've spoken a lot today, and I can tell you a little bit more about the minutiae of radio. Safe to say that radio will continue to be a fundamental source 
of entertainment and information for the majority of people in South Africa. Our latest measurement says over 71% of the audiences that consume radio are with the SABC. And that is across all demographics. We run 19 radio stations. A lot of those radio stations focus on uh, delivering value for our African language listeners. And indeed, what we're seeing is an improvement in the commercial prospects of these African radio stations that previously simply had a public broadcast focus. We believe that the future of broadcast will be in ensuring that we do indeed amaze our audiences through inspiring content that is relevant to them, that is well-placed and well-thought-out. We will continue to deliver on our mandate and execute on it in an efficient manner. But this will require a direct interface and understanding of you, who are ultimately our primary focus as we transform towards creating a public broadcaster, a public broadcaster that is interested in the people of South Africa. Thank you very much. I'll take questions. Thanks very much. Um, who wants to open the, the bidding? Um, Chris. Uh, there's still a request to Treasury for a bailout, right? Yes. What's plan B if you never get that money? It's been sitting there for some months. <laughs> well, right now, as you correctly indicate, that we have made application to Treasury. But for me to answer that question, I think we need to talk about what is going on in our economy in South Africa. If you look at our debt-to-GDP ratio in South Africa, what is very clear is that the manner in which our government will have to plan on funding, particularly state-owned enterprises that have not performed as well as they should due to issues around state capture, bad management or mismanagement, and corruption, means that the fiscus is already under pressure, and it is stressed by crucial things that the people of South Africa demand from their government. The SABC of those priorities is far down the line. And our application to Treasury has not been met with the enthusiasm, maybe, of the past. And that is fully understood. That requires us, then, to begin considering maybe other avenues other avenues which can allow us to deal with our long-term funding obligations. I can't share too much with you uh, around what those plans are, but save to assure you that we are not idle and sitting on our laurels waiting for some bailout. Because if you also listen to the President's first State of the Nation address, he actually said that gone are the days when the funding model of our state-owned entities result in them becoming an impediment on the people of South Africa. So we take that very seriously. We also take seriously the requirement for us to deliver better value to our shareholder. 
without that trust that we will deliver better value, that we have focused on our internal systems, it's not surprising that they themselves also do not have the confidence in the SABC. So this trust must be built between us and our shareholder. We must also restore better value or return better value to those who consume. So, in short, to answer your question, um, we are not optimistic about the prospects of getting the full guarantee, but we have begun exploring alternative means of funding the SABC. Okay. Uh, Lance. Mr. Merling, thank you. And uh, very encouraging to see the approach you're taking to the SABC. How much will is there in the SABC to make the change? How much power do you guys have to fire people who are not bringing their end and who have most certainly be, uh, transgressed various areas of good governance? I know from outside, I've seen various aspects of really shocking governance and decisions made, particularly with regards to technology solutions, um, that really, I cannot understand the logic and I can prove, I, I can delve into it further and find and prove that uh, submissions that should have been considered were shredded because they would have exposed certain people. Yeah. What's going to really take is a big pair of cojones, okay, <laughs> to go in there and actually cut people's heads off, fire people inside the SABC. Now you guys have a huge complexity because of unions, um, as well as obviously labor relations issues. How strong is the SABC going to be under you in going forward? Well, that's a fundamental question, which talks about you know, both political will and executive will of management to, to turn around the situation. I, I, I've really been blessed in that uh, one of my key concerns before joining uh, the SABC was that uh, there was no CEO, my boss, in place, and there was no substantive CFO in place, but I was the first to come on board. As you would be aware, we announced uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, the entry of two, let me call it, amazing human beings. And these amazing human beings uh, are just as determined, just as determined as I am to turn around the SABC for the people of South Africa. But let me just talk directly to your question. Is there will? Absolutely. Where is that will seen? First of all, it's seen in our board. Our board has been very determined to clean up the SABC. And you've seen it through their appointments, their assertion of their independence, the fact that they have also gone out of the way to give us the space as executive management to do what we want. The Sparkle program is a program that I developed along with my team. And the board, it's the kind of program that has been supported and adopted by the board as policy of the SABC. So effectively, we have a situation where we have no excuses. I do not have an excuse to say that there is political interference because we have not experienced any. We have been protected by this board who have given us an instruction to turn it around. Yes, it is complex in that our labor relations, and rightly so, 
in that in the past, people in my position have been really focused on self-enrichment, have been focused on doing things that benefit them. That has created a whole bunch of skepticism in my colleagues. Some of them are actually saying, yeah, we've seen this before, you know, it's, this is another, you know, change process. You know, I'll probably ride it out, then the next guy will come. I said during my um, uh, address to staff uh, a few weeks ago, when we were launching uh, Sparkle, that I'm going nowhere. We are determined to do this because we have a deep sense of purpose. And I'm lucky to have found now colleagues who also have that conviction. So, yeah, there is political will. We don't have much by interference. I agree with you. It will take deep courage, focus and conviction. I won't lie to you, there has been resistance. There has been a fight back, particularly by negative elements in the SABC who have been engaged in the kind of bad practices that you talk about. But I am confident. I'm confident because I think it's necessary for us, the people of South Africa, to claim back our public broadcaster. And that's all we can really do. If we do not have the support of the people of South Africa around the turnaround that we are planning and leading in the SABC, we will not succeed. But it starts inside. Thanks very much. Thank um, I'm anxious to try and make as much space as possible. We're going to run a little bit over. We started a bit late. Um, so if I can have some indications, there's one here. You can get the microphone there. If I can get one or two more, there's one over there. We'll take you next. And there's one next to it. Okay, let's start with you. Thank you. Sure. I don't really have a, um, a question, more a statement. Um, so you speak to about the 80% commercial uh, SABC are commercial stations now. I mean, that's how we work with them. And uh, my experience is working a lot with your radio sales team and yeah. your creative team and mm. directly with the stations. Yeah. And I can certainly say that I've seen the difference yeah. from the beginning of the year over the past 100 days of that actual world that you talk about. So I think it's worth commending and saying it's not just lip service. I'm seeing it right through the organization, especially on the commercial side. So it, it is worth commending you for that. Great feedback. We really appreciate it. Thank you. No, do, yeah. And then over there, Michael. Um, if, if I can ask people to be brief so that we can get in as much comment as we can. I'm just curious, um, you'd probably be regarded as an outsider, yes. technically, in, in this space. Yeah. Uh, in the first 100 days, what would you say has been the biggest uh, thing you've tried to figure out in finding your place in this industry, having come from uh, another industry, and how is that going? Yeah, actually, I'm not an outsider. <laughs> it's just that I'm a jack of uh, many trades. So I have a background in broadcast. I actually was uh, head of our Africa division at ETV. Um, and uh, we successfully ran an Africa service where we broadcast to over 48 African countries uh, in the United Kingdom. So I'm not an outsider, it's just that I hide it uh, very well. Uh, the, 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 the reality is I have a, a deep conviction because I was involved in the news, primarily. 
and was part of the group that actually launched ENCA, E-News Africa Channel. Um, the A, it used to be called E-News. It became E-News Africa Channel because of the work that we did. And I'm happy to see one of my colleagues here. I also used to present a program. It was called Africa 360. So I've both been talent and management in broadcast. So I think I've been accepted pretty well. Uh, radio is new to me. But uh, I, I see that my uh, uh, group executive for, for radio is here monitoring me. Uh, Nada. Say hi, Nada. Uh, she, 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 she has been very helpful in, in guiding me and helping me understand the technical things around radio, which are a lot that uh, I don't know. So I've been lucky in that in many ways I've been surrounded by you know, great people like Nada over there and uh, many others in my team who, who give uh, deep comfort and act as a, a shoulder to cry on. And there's been a lot of that, uh, I can assure you. Yeah. Uh, Michael. Chris, I've just got two quick questions for you. Uh, playing devil's advocate here firstly, you're saying all the right things. You're making all the right moves. People are South Africa going, yeah, there's action at SABC. But this is just talk at the moment. What guarantees can you make to the people of South Africa as the public broadcaster yeah. that things are going to change and this isn't just a talk shop? Well, I, I, I say, you know, the proof is in the pudding and that is in its eating, right? So look at what we've done with the news. If those of you who watch our news platform uh, on 4.4 on DSTV, we've rebranded it. We have put forward a proposition that talks about our independence and impartially, boldly so. If you look at what we've done in radio, just looking at SAFM, we've brought in fantastic talent, the likes of Stephen Grotes, who uh, leads our breakfast offering. If you look at the commercial performance, which is spoken about here, of both radio and television, it's gone up. And that is mainly because we are doing the right things. So no, it's not just talk, eh? it's actually working. But we understand that it's going to be a long-term process. We would never in 100 days think that we would have fixed everything. But what we do understand is that it's urgent and that in a hundred days we must be seen to be doing stuff. And we must show the people of South Africa that we are determined to restore the value of the SABC. Here's another promise. Watch this space. Probably around about September, October, you might see some kind of an app out there bearing SABC. So yeah, it's working. We are working hard and we are focused on it. So no, it's not just talk, but it's actually action. Uh, I'm not sure where the microphone um, is. Yeah, there. question yes. here. Hi. Um, hi, Chris. I know you're up against it. Um, I actually do mother tongue ALS station programming um, and stopped doing television about 
18, 17 years ago because of the intellectual property issues that come in with independent productions into the SABC. Yep. So my question to you is, in the current state of things like intellectual property, um, your archive situation, your websites on your ALS stations that don't work, is there, a, is there a forum or is there a place that we can go to to have recourse to, for example, not having paid royalties for the last 15 years for a jazz show that was presented with RIP, which we were never paid for, which just starts falling through the cracks because it's just such a huge elephant to deal with. So in a practical, logical way, is there a place that we can address our grievances, if you want to call it that, and for recourse to work that we, we created with our own hearts and brains that has been exploited for the last 15 and more years? Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that story, but here's the reality that one of the key things, and a lot of the team are, I see a lot of them here today, especially the, the, the radio team. The one key thing that we, we have said to them and mandated uh, in executive management, in our exco, is that over and above ensuring you know, that we perform well, that they begin looking into this issue of rights, and a lot of work has been done. Nada can, can, can attest to that, uh, where we are beginning to be proactive in the manner in which we manage those uh, royalties and uh, those infringement of perceived infringement of right. I, I wish I could stand here and, and, and direct you and say, go to this place and your problem will be solved. But what I can do right now is throw you, throw Nada a hospital pass <laughs> and say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not alone at the SABC. I'm, I'm not the savior of the SABC. They're very competent people. Um, some of them who are in this room, who are also just as enthused right now to get things going. Please, if you can, um, interact with us after this and let us try and understand a bit better. Okay. I'm going to take uh, a last round of questions. Let me just make, make sure that I know who's desperate. There's one there. Just hold on. Let me just uh, make sure. Palesa's got the mic. And then uh, I recognize this one as the last question um, in the middle there. Okay, so we'll take those three together, if you don't mind. That's fine. And then, and then we'll have to round off. Unfortunately, we do have to, to, to then end the session. Yes, go ahead, please. Oh, Chris, uh, my name is Destiny. I'm from uh, Mokhali FM. Nice name. Uh, uh, let, me, let me ask the question that I, was, uh, I just asked a long time ago to my friend, Mr. Keza Khanyaho. I was talking to him about uh, uh, before I was born, or maybe I was three years or six years, uh, there was uh, this guy who was uh, I mean, doing the breakfast show at a certain station in Venda, and he's still doing the very same show, even today as I'm speaking to you. And what, what I want to know from SABC, there are old men who are above 65, they are still broadcasting at SABC. What I want to know from you as a, a public broadcaster, what are you doing to promote youth talent in, in South Africa? Because those people are still there and they are there. I was born, they were there when I was born. And okay. they are still broadcasting, even today. Thank uh, you very much. We, we get the point. And, and another one, question. The, the last one. Yeah, I'm, I'm finishing now. The last one. Very briefly. Is, yeah, the last one is, uh, uh, we see the very same faces who play Generations, uh, Isidingo, 
are the very same people who are on radio once again. What are you doing about that? Because the same people... Okay, we get the point. Thank you very much. Valesa? All right, my name is Valesa, and uh, the one thing that you spoke about is sort of all the things that you're currently implementing. You spoke a little bit about the new programs you're implementing with the news and so on and so forth. And a lot of times when there's someone new in power, all these new changes come into play. And sometimes, I mean, it looks like progress, but it can also be a little bit of scrambling. Uh, so what in these programs assures that there's guaranteed longevity uh, in the success of these programs and not just because I'm new or because something new is happening, then we must look like we're working rather than we have a plan in place for the long run and it's not going to crash and burn. Okay, so the question of long-term commitments. And then the last question there in the middle, thank you. Um, I just wanted to ask, uh, Bab Murreling, what has been the challenge in your, in your first 100 days in office? What has really been that one challenge that has come at you? Okay, thanks for that. So, question of younger presenters, question of TV and radio overlap, yeah. questions of long-term sure. and Got you. this last one. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we, we if, if, if you remember what I talked about Sparkle, and in the A of Sparkle, uh, it talks about amazing through inspiring content. One of the things that we really need to do is focus on that content. And by content, we also talk about those people who uh, present. Um, we must be careful also not to be ageist, right? Hey? Yes? But at the same time, what, what, what I, I fundamentally understand is that uh, youth should be empowered. Sh youth should be given an opportunity also to participate in these platforms. It is something that I am very acutely aware of, but not only that, but passionate about uh, moving forward. I think if you look at me for an example, I'm uh, you know, a middle-aged, kind of relatively young guy, but I was given this opportunity. And I think it's also incumbent on us to give others who are even more youthful that opportunity. So I hear you. Let's see what we can do under the A part of Sparkle. So the long-term longevity is, is, is in place, and I'll tell you how. One of, one of the problems around change or bring about change is exactly that, that it can be a flash in the pan or a sparkle in the pan, and quickly fade. So what, what have we done as part of assessment of our operating model is that we have actually created now a permanent management office in the CEO's office for transformation. And by transformation, we're not talking about um, you know, transformation from color, or demographics, equity, but we're talking about change within the business. So how did we do that? We set up a, a department, it's known as THOR, T-H-O-R, THOR. THOR stands for Transformation for Heightened Operational Results Office. So it doesn't matter whether Chris is here, the new CEO, the new CFO is here. It talks about changing the culture. And you can only change culture over a long-term evolution. We're fully aware of that. So the THOR despite our presence in the business, will be charged and has key performance areas that it must execute on over a period of time to ensure that this 
failure through a lack of longevity is addressed. So remember, there's a four in the sparkle. So yeah, it's there. Um, um, what has major challenge? Yeah, the the the, the 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 major challenge. Yeah, there's more than one here. But I think for me, the the one that affects me the most is the lack of trust and the lack of belief and the change. Is it resistance or more more fatigue? People are tired. People are traumatized in the SABC. People have been through a very difficult ten years, and you know you get a guy like me who wants to run at a hundred and twenty k's, and there are people in the business, rightly so, who are, you know, just let us breathe for a while, guy. Uh, and I, I think that's you know moderating my enthusiasm with the real urgency. To change and to transform is the biggest challenge that I face, and I and I hope that I somehow I will 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 find that right balance on, you know, uh, doing the right thing. Great, thank you very much. I think Chris deserves. Um, a hopefully strengthening round of applause. Thank you very much. That's been most insightful. And if we take nothing else away from this session, we learn that Chris Moroleng likes new acronyms. <laughs> we've heard about Sparkle, we've heard about Thor. But thank you very much. It's been most interesting. Thank um, you, sir. Yeah. We